welcome to Blaze Bodies, Sunday the 17th of April, Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to uh, everybody listening. Happy Easter to Andrew, who is on the line as always. How's it going, mate? Yeah, happy to Easter to everyone uh, and yourself, obviously. Um, let's, yeah, hope everyone's having a better day than doing Good Friday. <laughs> yeah, a, a not Good Friday, unless you're a, a Reading fan, I suppose. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I imagine we're not going to talk for very long here because... Uh, well, for starters, there's another game in 23 hours. It's half past six right now. Yeah. Uh, we're away at Bristol City. And uh, yeah, that was absolute bilge on Friday, wasn't it? And I don't particularly yeah. want to talk about it, but uh, yeah. duty calls, I suppose. We'll, we'll, put in, we'll put in a little bit of a shift on, uh, on this Sunday and give... Unlike the team. <laughs> <laughs> give the hardcore listeners uh, a little bit of... Throw them a, a small bone before uh, Bristol City tomorrow night. Um, well, you say that, I'm going to say strap in because I'm going to be very negative. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy to yield the floor to you, to be honest, mate. I mean, so we lost 2-1 to Reading. Uh, we played absolutely pathetic. It's a a pretty embarrassing result. Like, even if you strip yeah. out how important it was to us to win the game, like, just, yeah, you know, but, they are yeah. the third. They would be getting relegated if it wasn't for... I mean, I think if Derby had had 12 points deducted instead of 21, I think Reading probably would have got relegated. Um, And we are, you know, we were in the Premier League last season. We're supposed to be one of the favourites for promotion. And, uh, yeah, we played terribly, lost the game. And now... I can accept losing a game. This happens in the Championship. You do lose to teams at the bottom, but I think it went deeper than that lot. It was deeper than the loss. It was all about performance, weren't it? They were so frustrating and, and disappointing. It sapped a lot of uh, confidence from me that um, that mm. I that I had that we could make the playoffs. To be honest, I yeah, I, agree. I, I appreciate how you must have felt after the Stoke game because I imagine this was a fairly similar experience. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, very, 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 very similar, very similar display. And this is what for me the main worry is: these performances are now becoming the norm, as opposed to the decent performances. But that, I'd say two decent performances in the last two months against Bournemouth and Borough. Hmm. They're the ones that stick out. We've been awful at Stoke, we were awful at Coventry, we were poor against Barnsley, we were poor against Blackpool, and we were terrible against Reading. Well, that's the, the, the biggest worry is that we've gone, to me, and I hope I'm wrong, we seem to revert to completely back to where we were under Slav. Same mistake, same lack of tempo, same lack of creativity. And I just worry that this is the real us, and when Ekin Bottom came in, that's the, that's the blip, if you like. And... What we're seeing now is just players going reverting back to what they are, which is mid-table average players. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, when I when I saw this team come out, uh, no, it it didn't totally shock me, I guess. But at the same time, uh, and I think you were there when I said this. Like, it's just mm. the team was like, this is. I mean, when you just look at the names, it's such a limited team, isn't it? I mean, it is. I I, I think credit a massive credit to Ekin Bottom for getting us into the mix and making yeah. it interesting. A massive credit to him. Uh, uh, it's a huge concern to me, the performances in the past couple of months, but credit to him for grinding out results and stuff like that, but we weren't doing earlier in the season. Um, but I think Friday he made some very questionable decisions in-game and before the game. Just a total lack of athleticism. and I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the formation now. You've got a back three. Their job is to defend. Like under this In this system, yeah. their job is to defend. It's not... It's not uh, you know, O'Connell and Basham outside. No, no, no. You've got notionally five midfielders, if you like, with the wing backs. 
Baldock, who had probably his worst game I've ever seen him have, and one of the worst games I've ever seen any United player have. To be I agree. Honest. I'm glad you've gone that far because I think Deadback gave him a two out of ten. Absolutely unbelievably yeah. awful. And it seems like imagine if you didn't watch the game and you read that report from Deadback, they were giving twos and threes. You probably think, oh, he's just angry. Absolutely spot on that report from him. I don't know if you've read it yourself. I haven't. No, I, I will do. I understand people this. obviously you want to switch off after you've you've had something like that, but. I, I agreed. I, I think Ben Davis were absolutely disgraceful. I don't know, you know, what's going on there. I, I thought who Raham may as well have just been sat next to me. There were just so many of them, so so many of them. Who, that, what? I think one of the most angry I've been after a game for a while, and I can't really work out exactly why. I don't know if it's the the sort of full realization that there's pretty much no chance this team's going to go up, or the fact that the just didn't turn up for a huge game, or turn up for a huge game with no intensity, like it were a nothing game. Um, or the fact that they got we got an undeserved equaliser, which we did not deserve whatsoever, mm. and we still couldn't hang on to it. And that lack of leadership and unprofessional and that's about the sixth game this season we've thrown points away from a set piece in the last minute. And that's not it can't be a coincidence. No, yeah, that's pretty pathetic. Um just to finish running through the, the sort of midfield there, you know, Nor- Norwood and Hurrahan, there might as well be a invisible line sort of forty yards from goal that they never cross, basically. Yeah. Uh, the, the shell of Ender Stevens out on the left wing. I mean, yeah. he's been okay since he's come back into the team, but yeah. I, I, I sort of I physically wince every time he gets the ball in an attacking position at the moment. It's, it's really just, hard to watch. Yeah, both is. of them, both it, of them, Baldock and Stevens. Baldock's Baldock's regressed massively. I I'd, I'd say it, it pains me more with Stevens because I just keep remembering how good he was compared yeah. to now. And yeah. then Osborne, who is kind of a defensive midfielder, really. Um, and I, I, I think look... he's best positioned wing back, and we're playing yeah. him as an attacking. What what's really frustrating with the team, and this is not even an hindsight we were talking about before in the pub, is that we aren't scoring goals. I think we've got one in three now, five in four, four in five, or whatever it is. Um, so what we've done is made our team less creative. Mm. We've got a striker who can't score him at Burnley, and then so what we've done is instead of sort of like thinking right, well. Let's play in Jai or Berger or anyone who can sort of maybe create something from nothing. We've put Ben Osborne there, which meant there were only Gibbs White in the entire team who have ever taken anyone on. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and that was the other thing as the game was going on. I was looking through the, uh, I was looking through the players we had out there, particularly in the first half. I mean, Aremovic, okay, has only played three games, zero goals. Egan has scored twice, I believe, and they were both back in September, both in the same game. Yeah, Ben yeah. Davis has got one. Baldock's got one, a wonder strike. Uh, Norwood's got one. Hurrahan's got zero. Stevens zero. Gibbs White obviously has got uh, nine or ten, I think nine. now. Yeah. Osborne's got three, but I think his last one was in October. And McBurney's yep. got zero. So you're looking at like you've got Gibbs White, and then basically six goals from the rest of the team, most of which yeah. came last year, pretty much under the previous manager. And all right, I, I get hands are tied because we don't have Bogle, we still don't have Sharp, and we we've talked months ago about how when Sharp comes out of the team. We're going to struggle. But, yeah, you, you yeah. lose Berger, lose Fleck, who was injured. Um, yeah. And it's just too much, isn't it? Like, I mean, we, made it, we made it hard. Look, I've got massive sympathy for the injuries, particularly up front. However, I don't think it's a good enough excuse now because every team, I'm looking at Forest, they've lost Davis and I can't remember the other guy. Someone else has gone out of their team injured for a while. Every team's got bad injuries. The only people that we're really missing at the moment who I think go straight into that team are Sharp, Basham and Bogle. And Basham were on the bench. You could have played him, really. Mm. Um, that's only three players. I think there were six players in that team who Heckingbottom would pick if he had a full 
squad to choose from. I, I don't I don't think we can use that anymore with the injuries. I, I know we're short yeah. up front, but Luton had played with the centre half for like <laughs> about two months or something. Blackburn lost the best player for ages. Middlesbrough lost that uh, Jones, the right back. He'd not played for a couple of games. Forest players, as I said, like dropping like flies. Everyone's had injuries. Mm. And we, I just think with that team selection, we made it much harder. We've got a striker who's almost certainly not going to score now this season. So we're like, there's one man on that pitch, realistically, who could score. And I'm not saying we'd have won with Njai or Berger in the team. Berger's been pretty poor the last couple of games. Njai, obviously, has been up and down since Christmas and he's you know young lad coming into it. But at least with those two players, they can create something. I don't know what the plan was at all. Yeah, it was painful to watch. I mean, really exemplified by Baldock, just uh, trying to find the words for it that are family-friendly, to be honest. But in the first half, just there's two opportunities, he gets it in the box. and Yeah. It, it, uh, I've talked about it loads this season. I've got a bit of sympathy here for Norwood, by the way, because I thought Norwood put a couple of all-right passes in when he got into space yeah. in the first half, this is. And he looked around to the wings. I don't know, everyone goes, oh, that's all he does, he does his ping and stuff. But that was the only way we were going to do anything, really. And... There were one in the first half where I was sat saying, just go up the line. Like, what are you doing? You yeah. just stood at the like, sort of the centre circle. And like Norwood's got it. And you're thinking, he wants you to run. You know what <laughs> I mean? What you... I don't know if he's injured or anything like that. I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt because the, the display since he's come back into the team have been really genuinely sort of... They've been worse than Osborne at right back anyway, put it that way. I think that yeah. they they would they, he's been I mean that he, he sort of I don't know he's uh is the, the best piece of his entire show when he picked the ball up before he had gone out of play uh, <sighs> in the second half and I was just like is this guy having a laugh now like I mean you know I don't want to go in and especially players who've been so good for us but what I, what that's twice in two weeks where he's sort of decided he's the ref that's <laughs> true yeah after <laughs> after deciding the ball had gone out against Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just. Oh, I mean, it looks awful, doesn't it? On on him, like just a complete lack of. I think that's the thing that really irritates me about uh, the way we played on Friday. Is like, okay, I get that some of these players have been struggling this season, and some of them aren't as good as they used to be. Mm. But they should still be better than that. I mean, McBurney, like, how is McBurney going to go the entire season without scoring? <laughs> That's just ridiculous. It's absolutely... This is what I'm going to say. We're not playing kids anymore. That's a multi-million pound team we had out. And yeah. I don't think they're injured or any worse than anyone around us at the moment. And the tiredness factor that we all sort of hid behind almost, saying, oh, you know, that's why these performances have been so bad. We can't hide behind that anymore, neither. That team should have been good enough to beat Reading. There's no doubt about it. In terms of... Just in terms of the money spent... Dread to th- I mean, I know Reading have spent quite a lot of money in, in the wage <laughs> bills. Level wages, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I dread to think how some of the how much money some of our players are on who played on Friday, putting in those sort of performances compared to the rest of the league and the, and the teams around them, such as Huddersfield and Luton. And I know it doesn't always work like that, but you've got to be. I don't know. I really, really don't know. I just, I really am worried that we are. This is us, and and I hope I'm wrong. I hope you know. I just, I don't see us winning three out of the last four, which we're probably going to have to do. But I, I hope I'm wrong. But I just think that. Is this us? Is is this this team? And that run that we went on was that was the the, the abnormal thing, really. Yeah, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. I think you can be a you know a well choose choose how I describe this, I suppose, but carefully because I'm going to contradict myself. I think, but I think you can. I think you can be a fairly mediocre team and still make the playoffs if you like, because that's great. That's yeah, the championship. Absolutely. 
Yeah. If you just, and you I know. think we are. I think I think even when we were getting the wins, we weren't. You know, we were good in really good in some games, but we weren't phenomenal. But you don't need to be. And we've said that. We've said that all mm. season. You don't need to be. We, we've got by by being solid. And I'll sort of accept that the defence were awful individually in this game, but they have been the reason we're anyway in with a shout. You know, I'm not. I I can't really fault the defence on this one display because they have been fantastic, particularly at home. But again, my word, did we not realise that? how slow this defence is at coming out with the ball and, and that's where it all stems from. You've got five at the back, not it's not three, because yeah. Stevens and Baldock are just completely impotent going forward. Yeah. And obviously the uh the the sort of the the flow of the game didn't help us. You know, we go behind quite early on. Uh, yeah. at, at that point we've done next to nothing and then we continue to do pretty much nothing for more or less the the next seventy three minutes. Uh, to be honest, I mean we had like a brief flurry at the very start of the first uh, second half, rather. Yeah. Which yeah. didn't result in anything. You know, it wasn't like we didn't even get a shot or a save out no. of it. I don't think. Um, and yeah, we just got a, an equaliser from chucking Egan up front. Who I'm really sorry, bad defending from Reading as well. I don't. I think like I mean Egan. You know, fair play to him. He caused more problems than McBurney oh, did. No. How damning is that? Because Egan's know, when it is awful true, in not... front of goal. It is. It's not like a joke, Neil. It's not like you say, you know, we'll play centre off. Yeah. Genuinely, he did create more and, and cause more havoc than McBurney did. But I do think the defending from Reading were awful. We were lucky to get it. And obviously, the, the players are giving it all this, come on, to the crowd. And then they go on. I mean, you take the point and just say, right, we've got out of jail there. I think Eggie, obviously, was sit with saying, he goes, oh, maybe this is one of the games. We've said a lot of times this season, we've probably not got what we deserved in games. You know, mm. we've, we've thrown it away or whatever. Maybe this is one of the games we've actually got something that we don't deserve. And we couldn't even do that. Yeah. I'm not totally convinced Reading we're trying to win it once we'd equalised, to be honest. I mean, I guess not, no, enough, not no. enough time passed to really say either way. But I imagine they would have been quite happy with the point. You know, disappointed to have conceded in the last minute. But, uh, yeah, as you said, here you go. Here's all three. Um yeah, we definitely got... straight away as well. Like we're not talking like sort of like another five minutes we played. It was literally like the next sort of attack. Yeah, gave, gave away a free kick on the halfway line, pretty much, and uh, yeah, Mister Header goal. Yeah, uh, rubbish, absolute rubbish. And yeah, it does. Um, I don't know. It, it. I don't. I feel like uh, football fans react more strongly to a defeat than they do to a win. I. Yeah. You, you know, you used. You ask bigger questions when there's a defeat rather than looking at like mega positives. I think when you win a game, mm. but this does this did set some alarm bells ringing. You know, uh, I think about Heckingbottom. It is only one game. He's put us on a, an amazing run. This is obviously his, yeah. his his first home defeat in twelve games. I think it is now. I think the Bournemouth one was eleven. I was really frustrated, and I'm not going to go in on him. He's been he's the reason really, really that we're in this. At all, you know, with a player, and I've seen a lot of people saying like, "Get go and get Sean Dyche," you know, like, oh, as as we've lost, stuff like that. It's not going to happen, obviously. But uh, the, I, in this particular game, I think he's had a shocker. Personally, I think um, the, the worst, the team he set up with was was awful. The the substitution at half time, he just baffled me. When he brought Berger on uh, for Aremovich, I thought, "Oh, you know what? Fair play. He's realised we're, we're doing nothing. We should have been two or three 0 down at half time." Yeah, that's true. And and you're thinking. He's going to change it. And I thought, what's he going to do? Like maybe a, a 4 5 1 or a 4 4 2 or something, you know, Berger on the right, Osborne mm. on the left. And then it took me about 10 minutes to sort of realise no, we're just doing exactly the same. We've just put two people out of position. Yeah. So move Baldock to right centre back and Osborne on right wing back, which is. And I just, I mean, I've seen his interview after and he said, oh, we wanted to get Baldock 
you want Bolton to get us up the quick uh, pitch quicker. There's a oh couple dear. of reasons why I didn't like that. Yeah, he's not he's not that's, he's not great at carrying the ball. I don't see why he would get us up the pitch any quicker than Aremovic. You know what I mean? They're not both of them aren't creative players or anything like that. But you've also then taken out you've you've imbalanced the side by putting Osborne, who can only cut in. He is so one footed, mm. and I know he's played well in that position before. He's had a couple of decent games, but serviceable. Like you know, when, when Osborne played it. there, yeah, it was like you've done a good job there. Well done. Like you filled in. Yeah. Don't ever play there again unless it's an emergency. Yeah. That, that's you know what I mean. That's the only reason they were there in the first place, and it just completely. I mean, we actually the, the final ten minutes we weren't good by any stretch of imagination, but we bought Njayam. Osborne went to the left, and whoa, we changed tactics. This is another thing that's really, really annoying me at the moment. Why can't we change formation? Yeah, I like know. I understand. I, I agree that three at the back is our best option with the players we've got available and the five in midfield or whatever it is. I completely agree with that. But I don't understand. I don't know any other club who can't change tactics mid-game. Yeah. It's like we were getting hammered by Reading. We were, we were getting nothing. I think every other team in the league have said, well, we're going to have to change formation here, try and outnumber them in midfield or whatever. Mm. Or maybe go down the flanks more. But we can't. We just stayed the same. We did exactly the same. Same tactics. Just put two people out of position. And it's just... How can you not be able to change tactics in a game? Yeah, I can't believe we left Norwood and Hurahan on together for seven no. minutes. I mean, again, no. that this is a drastic thing to do, but really, one of those two, and it should have been Hurahan, obviously, because yeah. Norwood, Norwood is still a key player. One of those two should have come on in the first half, I think. I know yeah. that doesn't happen very often, the tactical substitution, and but it should do, to be honest. You know like, what? When Slab did it against Millwall, and he took a run off for Njai. Very oh, similar yeah. to that, actually. Very similar. Where everyone's that. like, sort of, these two, we were normal again, and who ran in the middle. And Njai did give us that energy. And he's not a central midfielder or whatever, but there was absolutely no way he could have done any worse than who ran and normal were doing as a two in that. Or put Osborne there for, yeah. for a bit of legs. You know, you, oh, I'm, I'm ranting now. But <laughs> I, I, it really frustrated me that we, because, like I said, the change came, and I thought, fair play to Ekin Bottom. Even if, he do, even if we fail now, He's actually tried to mix it up. But all we did is put people out. But it, I just find it baffling. I thought it was a really poor day at the office for him. Yeah, definitely. And, that, and that's my alarm bell is... Uh, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Like I've just not seen... Uh, I haven't seen either way anything to say, like, Hecking Bottom's, uh, you know, a tactician. Like, I haven't seen yeah. anything to say, oh, he's, he's an idiot. He has no idea what he's doing. And no, I and he's got to organise. And you can't, you can't take away the... Defensively, we've been so much better. This were a appalling display defensively, but overall, we have been better defensively. And that's down to him. He's better organised and all this sort of stuff. It, it, going the other way, it, I am worried because I don't know how he's looked at that team and thought, yeah, that should be enough to get a couple of goals or whatever. Yeah. Norwood and Hurrihan, perfect if you're winning 1 0, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, you're playing a really, I mean, Reading are a poor side. So maybe you can say he didn't have any options because Fleck were out. Yeah. And, but, Straight away, as you said, you don't really want to pull a player off after half an hour. But after half an hour, it was quite obvious this is not working. Yeah. And as you said, 70 minutes. You just wasted the game. Yeah. And this is a game we needed to win, really. I mean, yeah. not to do the whole, like, must-win thing. But as you said earlier, I, I think we need to win three of our next four now. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was three out of five, and now I think it's three out of four. You know, I, we got a little bit lucky with some of the other results. So, yeah, it, it could have been worse, but... We've blown we a home game. We could be down game. to 10th by, the, by tomorrow when we kick off. I don't <laughs> think we will be because obviously that means every result's gone against us. But we're almost certainly going to be out of the playoffs. So we're going to have to win on uh, Monday night to get it back. I think we have to win I, tomorrow, yeah. 
Do you see this team scoring enough goals to win three out of four? I do if Sharp comes back and if Basham comes Possibly. back. I, I think, yeah. I think th- you've got to put him in. That's how important Sharp is, I think. Yeah. And this is another thing that annoys me that, oh, we need Billy back. And we do. We absolutely do. The money we spent on strikers, and we're not just like, he's not just our first choice striker. Just he's the only, only man. striker. He is the only. All right, Bruce is injured. But there's been a lot of revisionist talk about Brewster for me. He did yeah. stop coming good. But he'd only scored three goals. We're not talking about, oh, we lost our 50. We're not like <laughs> Berrett and Diaz at Blackburn. Mm. That, that, I think they've got a genuine claim to say, oh, our season might have been different if he'd have stayed fit. And we can't say that with Brewster. McGoldrick, I think he got one goal before he were injured. Mm. And I get the, the, the better options and stuff like that. And Bogle is a huge miss. I agree with that. He's the biggest miss, him and Sharp. But to say that, oh, if only Sharp were fit, he's 36. He's going to get injuries. Yeah. You've got to, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I I can't buy this sort of injury excuse anymore when I look around at other clubs and everyone's saying it. Reading had Swift out. Yeah. The best player. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, uh, Reading probably, I don't know, they might have a bigger wage bill than us, to be honest. They certainly have the, the highest right, yeah. highest wages to turnover ratio in the uh, the last lot of accounts that got published, I think. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the, you know they have multiple players that would would walk into our team. I mean, I'm looking at Tom Ince, and I'm like, where the hell's our Tom Ince? Like, why are we relying on Baldock and Osborne and Hurrahan? This is what so a lot, a lot of people since have said Gibbs White's been poor. I felt really sorry for Gibbs White. He would he did do too much, and nothing came off. But he must have been looking around, thinking, "Where's my help? I'm the only bird yeah. when he came on." In fairness, he did run a, run a few times at him. But they were, they were basically all game with just Gibbs White. If he doesn't create anything, well, just forget it. You know, and I, and I felt sorry for him because he were trying too much. But can you imagine the pressure on him to deliver? Because he knows that there's no one helping him out. Yeah, it's like a bit like playground football now, and it just just give it to the give it yeah. to the one good player and hope he'll take everybody on and win. And us we the should game. probably mention, obviously, McBurn is probably going to be out now, and is that a loss? I don't know anymore. <laughs> well, he never scores. Uh, and we need goals. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about him anymore, to be honest. I, I didn't problem... actually know he got injured when he went off. I thought he was being yeah. taken off for being completely ineffectual. And yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. It seems I, I, justified. I but um... I think, um, I, I mean, I don't think Jefferson's ready. I think it's completely seen now why he didn't mm. play so long. I know he's only had cameos, and I'm not, he's 18. I'm he not going to say. Yeah, he looks way off championship he level looks at the moment. Absolutely. Though. Yeah. And. He'll, I'm sure he'll come good. There's too many attributes there, and, and there's too many people sort of interested in him. And he's got a lot of goals at League One, which not you know his 18 year old kid scoring goals in professional football is mm. un, unusual. So I'm not going to like write him off as a player overall. But right now, he's yeah, he's nowhere near ready. I don't think. And certainly I'd, not to start. I mean, no. yeah, I play with a false nine on Monday. To be honest, I think I'd probably play and Jai gives White up front. It's not ideal, but it'd be more fun to watch. Than, than that, I think. Yeah. And we <laughs> yeah. need to win. We do need to win. So we may as well play Berger, Gibbs, White and Njai. Play him as a three up front, see what happens. If you if you insist, if Flex injured, you know, put Osborne in midfield just for someone who can run up and down hmm. if you want. But, I mean, I'd run Basham back in as well. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, please. We're, we're, we're at the crunch stage now. With it. Unless it's something where it's going to end his career or something, you know, he's going to be out for ages if he plays. Hmm. Put him in because we're, you know, we lose on Monday and that's pretty much it. 
Well, this is it. I wonder, uh, you know, the, the, the word is that Sharp's not going to be available till Cardiff, is he, which is next mm. Saturday, but I don't know. Do you, uh, is there anywhere we can we can push that timeline forward a bit? And, well, this uh, is the thing. Him? If it's not, if it's not going to affect him, and we saw with Brewster, we, we shouldn't have played, played Brewster by the sounds of it, and Bogle, for that mm. matter. And they both went out for the season. If that is a possibility, then you don't want to, especially at the ages of Basham and Sharp, you don't mm. want to do that. For their sake, I think it'd be unfair to do that. But purely from a you know a club set, if Sharp's eighty percent fit, he has to play. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, I I don't want to see, uh, and I, I really don't mean this this as harsh as it sounds, but I don't want to see a start in Jebison uh, on no. Monday. Like I think that's that's just too much for him at this stage of his career. Yeah, you know, I agree. And, and so please lean into the few good attacking players we have. Like you said, play. Play Gibbs White, Berger, and and Jai together, like and, and the fact it's not been done before, and a couple of them are out of position. Well, look, the rest of the team is shoehorning players into all kinds of weird yeah. positions. Let's at least get a you know attacking, interesting, exciting players. That's the frustrating the thing about the team selection for me on Friday was that we aren't scoring goals at all. We don't look like we're creating many. Chances. Even in the good displays, you know, against QPR where we deserve to win, but we didn't create much, mm. and Bournemouth where you know we did create three really good chances in that, but we weren't like we were peppering them with shots or anything like that. And yet we've got two of our three most creative players sat on the bench in Berger and Njai. And I don't get... Eckenbaum said that Berger's played a lot of games and he was tired. I don't... How? Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's had a week off. I mean, what? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Flex Flex not supposed to be too serious, is he? So maybe he'll be available. But um, other than that, yeah, it's it's still looking pretty patched up unless you chuck Berger and... um, Njai into there as well uh, I mean I think anyone who listens to this knows I'm a, a big fan of Njai and I was just mm. I just wanted him on the pitch basically as soon as possible after half time and I don't think he was brilliant by any stretch of the imagination but obviously he gets a goal and he's a slightly more dangerous creative player than everybody else that was playing behind him apart from Gibbs White so yeah, yeah. I'd like to, see, like to see more of that um, yeah any any other thoughts on the, the Reading game specifically any other players you want to uh, I mean... Who else can I slag off? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've slagged everyone. It's only Wes. Wes, Wes were all right. He yeah, didn't well, he didn't do it wrong, did he? Pulled a couple of saves off. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. I mean, I, I, as you say, I do think Reading have massively underachieved this season. I said in the, the first game, you look at their squad and you think, oh, these are near the bottom. But, mm. you know, Inter's obviously got them playing a lot better. It's not the result. It's not the result. You know, I thought, I think they're an all right side, Reading. I think they, they, they should have been in a higher position. However... We should never have turned up to a game like that with that team and that lack of intensity. And like I said, my main worry is, and I've been wrong loads of times, so this is just, you know, people will be saying, oh, you've been too negative. And I probably am. I'm probably still emotional from the from the game on Friday. But my worry is that the performances we've been putting in recently, I don't think they've been hardly any different from what we're putting under slab. We're lower mid-table in the form table the last 10 games, mm. which is where we were when Eckingbottom took over. And that, that is a worry. Um, going on for next season, you know, presuming that we don't go up. Imagine if we went up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Get hammered every week, take them on, they come back down. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be a sorrowful season, that. <laughs> Could just take a sabbatical for a year, it'd be fine. I, I, <laughs> no I'd find a way to manage it. Sold. <laughs> you are, sorry. No season tickets sold. Just <laughs> well, like... <laughs> it'd just be just like last season, then, wouldn't it? Easy. Um, yeah, yeah I'd... I'd... This is where I'm trying desperately not to. Uh, I'm trying to separate myself from 
emotion here, but I, I, I think it's going to be hard to make the playoffs now. I know we're sixth. Yeah. I know we're still in the yeah. top six. However, Middlesbrough do have a game in hand, which they... Is it Bournemouth actually here they play next? Uh, they play Hud- no, they play Huddersfield tomorrow, so... Yeah, they play Huddersfield, Drop yeah. points there, maybe, but I don't know. I just... That, that to me, was like a... Not a home banker, but that was like one we had to have. I think. I, I think we had to win that one on Friday, yeah. um, because we're not going to we're not going to win both away games. It's just we've not been good enough away from home. I don't see how that changes unless suddenly Bogle is fit and Sharp is fit and Basham are fit. Which maximum two out of those three will be available, and supposedly not for the next game anyway. So yeah, it's going to yeah. be uh, it's going to be hard, even though we're playing a team that have. Literally nothing to play for. They all pretty much all season. Bristol City, to be fair. Yeah, they can't get relegated and they cannot get in the playoffs, even if they win or lose all their remaining games. They actually were one of my picks for relegation, I think. So they've managed to, uh, you know, put that one over me, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're not they're not a good side, but you know, I'm, all I'm going to say is that three to one to win on the. Uh... On Monday, and if and I'm expecting to be slightly richer on <laughs> on Monday night, I just don't see it. I don't see us winning, I, and I, and I, I certainly don't see us winning three out of four. And again, you know, clip it. I'd love you to clip this when we've won at Wembley and say, "Ah, you idiot!" I just I, there's no point in me coming on and 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 lying, yeah, <laughs> lying to your face. It <laughs> was. Saying, uh, I think like, we're going. I think we're going to be all right. Cause I don't. Yeah, like I say, it was a a game, a performance that really just saps the confidence out of you for the season. I feel like I've seen this one before, you know. Like I've seen, I, I don't know. I, I can sort of feel myself flashing flashing forward like four or five weeks and thinking, like, why on earth did I think we were going to make the playoffs? Like, yeah. you idiot! You really thought this team with all its injuries and its deficiencies yeah. were going to make the playoffs? And but I that's really... the thing. I don't want it to just come down to injuries as well. I, I know we've had big injuries, but I don't want it to just be. Oh, we'd have made it if it weren't for the injuries. Because I don't think we would. I think there's a lot of talk about certain players. Oh, if only McGoldrick were fit. Everyone was slagging McGoldrick off. If, <laughs> do you know what I mean? When he were playing, Brewster had about four good games and then like got injured. And you know, hopefully he'll come back next season. Basham, Sharp, and Bogle, I can completely agree with the big losses. But we've only really lost them for you know what, Sharp four games or whatever, and Basham about two months or yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think that the deficiencies that we were all worried about. Earlier in the season, uh, being once again shone, shone. Sh- what is what's the been, a light is being shined on them. <laughs> mm, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else did I want to say? Uh, yeah, McBurney went off with a, an injury. It's not a. I think it was a foot injury. It's not a fracture or anything. If he's out for the season, what? Uh, what? <laughs> excuse me. What rating out of ten do you give his season? <laughs> Spoiler alert for our postseason podcast there. Oh, I I I really really don't know. Um, I think it'll be lower than last year. Well, I think what did we give last year? Do you remember? And maybe a four or a three. I think you've got to be. I think you might be looking at a two because he's not scored and he's not. He's not playing Premier League defenders either. He's not. Year. No, 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 no. He was poor last season. He's been poorer than last season, definitely. Yeah. Which is outrageous. I know he's had yes. a lot of injury problems and he's been ill and all mm. this sort of stuff, but. Yeah, this is what I mean when people say, "Oh, you know, we're really struggling up front. We're down to the bare bones." Is the twenty million pound striker? Yeah, I don't remember him having like chronic in fitness issues. You know, before he signed for us. Maybe I'm being. I'm Someone sad, said I feel I'm like not I sure this is, he's only ever played 
Oh, I can't remember what it is, but he's only ever played like 30 games in a season. But don't quote me on that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that that would make sense. I mean, he only, as far as I can remember, he only really broke through uh, as like a established first team player with Swansea for that one season, right? And then yeah, that's right, that one season. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was on loan at loads of other places for it all. So, and he was, you know, he's only 25. We signed him when he was what 22, 23. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that that wouldn't shock me that he's only played like 30 games in a season. But I'd, yeah, I, don't, I think that was more circumstance than durability. I'm actually, honest, I'm but. already turning towards. I mean, like, I forgot to do the pre-match view from Bristol City. This is how sort of tuned out I've become uh, after that Friday game. And I think that. Um, I'm already turning towards next season. I know we haven't got any money and stuff like that, but I am interested to see. You get the fit like Eckingbottom played Norton Davis every week because he had to. As soon as Stevens were back, he were dropped. He's having to play a lot of these players realistically because he's having to play them because yeah. there's no one else available. I'm really interested to see who he actually rates in pre-season and what positions we actually go for. We know there's going to be hardly any money. It's probably going to be free transfers and loans again or whatever. But I am really interested to see. Does he look at that? midfield for instance and think yeah we just need to improve a little bit or is he like right we need to rip that up mm. yeah no offence to Conor Huran but uh, oh yeah we can't sign him <laughs> if we sign him that's that again is major major alarm bells like, I can't see a sign it'd be a terrible sign and he doesn't even get in the first team you know when, yeah. when everyone's fit I'd be, I'm really interested to see I get the feeling he wants to be more high press and high intensity mm. at the bottom I just don't think we've got the place to do it anymore I think we did I mean, I watched the, there were a video today where, I don't know if you saw it, where United beat Bradford 3 0 during the League One season. Uh, where Bob Harris scored that goal uh, from Long Range. No, no, it were. Um, Le- oh, at Le- home, sorry, the promotion Bradford. season. Yeah, yeah. 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 3 0 up at um, half time. It's a different level, and we were on a, on a high. But you're looking at like Duffy and, and uh, O'Connell going forward and Coots and. Um, Clark, Flaky. the power of Clark. Clark, yeah. And you think, I know it's a different level, it's a lower level, but you're thinking, wow, it. We're so far away from that sort of intensity of play. I'm not saying that we should be as good as that because those players are at the peak at that point, but mm. we are just miles off that. We're at, and yeah, like I say, people are going to say, "Oh, you, you've written us off too soon." There's still four games to go. We're still sixth and stuff. I just look at this team and how they've played in the last two months and think, I, you know, if, if I were a neutral, I'd be saying, "Well, you know, these are not going to do anything." Yeah. At the same time. The fact that we generally do keep it tight and have a good yeah, defence yeah, apart yeah, from yeah. this one game would give me a bit of hope going into the playoffs. I should also say we haven't lost to... Um, excuse me. We've, we've taken points off, uh, I think, almost every other playoff challenger, right? I'm just looking now. Where's the table? Why have I closed that tab? Uh, so we've got two draws with Forest. We've got mm, a point against... Oh, Bournemouth are going to Yeah, be... Beat Luton four Luton. points off Luton, uh, hammered Middlesbrough, beat Blackburn. Uh, I'll, I'll draw the Lost line. Lost to They're the only ones, aren't they? Oh, that's true, yeah, but I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs, to be honest. And Coventry um, have absolutely battered us as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll be in the playoffs either. Uh, no, they're only three points behind, but come on. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I, I feel like we, we would have a shot. I think we'd be able to look at the way we've played against these teams in, in those one-off games and be like, yeah, we can we can do that again, basically. I think we, we would have to keep up. it tight. I think the best, you know, if we, get, if we got in there. I think the problem is, you know, is getting there, obviously. Once you're in there, anything can happen. We've said yeah. this loads of times. But, and, yeah, keeping it tight and just trying to nick a goal would be our best tactic. And, obviously, imagine Sharp would be fit. Just don't think we're going to get to the party in the first place, mate. I think we're going to be yeah. standing out. 
outside looking in like Gerard or Peep Show. <laughs> if anyone's ever seen that scene, they'll know what I'm on about. If not, yeah. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> how, uh, let, let me hop in your time machine and tell me how you're feeling tomorrow at exactly this time when we've just won 1-0 at Bristol City with a dreadful performance and scoring from our only shot in the entire game. And we're one nil, and we've been in the pub. Obviously, we've we've got Cardiff at home next. You can't really ask for a better game, which I was saying against Reading. Saying, you know, if we only win that, you know, yeah, if they win tomorrow, you've you've got to win two out of the last three. Fulham are in an awful form at the moment. They're just sort of on the beach already. QPR are the worst team in the league as it stands, and Cardiff are no great shakes. The problem is how we're playing. You, we should be able to beat the three out of those four teams realistically, but I just don't see it. Here's, here's the ultimate. I'm gonna do a, like this is like a double knee jerk. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear my ACL here. I, I now that we've lost to Reading, I don't think we're gonna play make the playoffs. But if we beat Bristol City tomorrow, I do think we will make the playoffs. There you That's go. incredible. This is the biggest game of all time, then. <laughs> because I think if we do, I think we will win two of our last three games. I think we'll get a win from one of Cardiff and um, uh, QPR, and I think mm. we'll beat Fulham on the last day of the season because. They won't give a crap, and uh, we hopefully will, which we should have done in this one as well, but that genuinely we will, will be doing it. Yeah, we could have got a crap in this one. I, yeah, maybe. If we win, yeah, if we win, everything does change. I agree with that. You, you, you're in pole position with three games to go. I know Middlesbrough's got a game in hand, but basically, again, if you win three out of the four, you're getting in the playoffs because everyone else is messing up as well. You know, Middlesbrough yeah. lost a hole, which is a very similar result to us losing to Reading. I think the difference were their performance weren't as atrocious as ours. And that's, that's what I keep coming back to. It's not the result. Anyone can lose to anyone. And I imagine if you didn't go to the game and you saw the result, it's, oh, that's a shot, but it's a weird time of the season. Mm. It's the performance coming off the back of other bad performances, such as Coventry, uh, Barnsley at home. Barnsley at home are very similar to that. They could have been 2-0 up at half-time in that game. Mm. And we, we got a goal against the runner play, the Amadeus, in that first 10 minutes. We could have lost that one quite easily. And I just, yeah, that's my worry. The, the, if it were just a good performance where we battered them, had 10 shots and lost 1-0, it'd be frustrating. But you'd still have hope. It's the performances. Uh, the results seem to be catching up the performances at the moment. Simi, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how we play tomorrow night. Like, I am. It, I really we, am, yeah. If we just play exactly the same, or if it is actually a big response to like, oh, wow, we absolutely... You know, dropped a clangor on Friday. Like we, we've got a every single player needs to raise their standards significantly yeah. because, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a laugh went round the ground when they did the, uh, you know, get your votes in for man of the match. Mm. Who the hell played even remotely well for United? Did you hear like, the la- people laughing about this? Well, I don't know well, if you that's what it. I mean when they when they said you know like get your votes in I could I could hear everybody laughing so I was right, sorry yeah misheard you then yeah sorry yeah uh, and everyone yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won it by the way apparently <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know if this was the official one actually it might have been that Blade <laughs> account on Twitter and he put the stats up and it were twelve touches he had <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say we're only on twenty minutes yeah the match twelve touches uh, they were all bad <laughs> the match is gonna be worse just because he did nothing wrong on that yeah. rest. Process of elimination, man of the match, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well done, Wes. Um, <laughs> all right, mate. Well, I think that'll do for this one. I can't imagine too many, too many people are uh, that interested in our thought. Well, maybe I'm, I'm underestimating. I used to like ladies. listening to Blaze when you and Jay did it after a loss, but that would mainly because Jay would make me feel better, whereas I'd probably make people feel worse. But Yeah, I think we, we, I think we probably both made made each other and well, uh, everyone else. I will say we had a miles better team when Jay would do it as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On a hiding to nothing here. Well... 
you know, it's a bank holiday weekend, mate. I've I've had a nice uh, a nice sunny day by the sea today, and uh, I will see you and Eggy in the pub tomorrow for for better yes. or worse. With this one, we'll either be able to uh, toast a victory or yeah. commiserate a disappointing draw. Well, I'm going to miss the first half an hour because I'm at work, uh, but. I'm hoping when I get there, we're five nil up. You're on the table, swinging your shirt around. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see that, and nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Maybe if it is five, I'll, I'll look into it. But um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, all right, mate. Do you want to? Uh, I know you've not done it yet because, as you said, you forgot about it. But uh, any, anything to plug? The view from got, Bristol City there, coming up. I can't up? believe the low views on the Reading view from. <laughs> <laughs> no one's reading that. To be fair, they were just as shocked as us. How bad we were, I think. Well, mm. yeah, I'm gonna get Bristol City one up tonight. I'll that tonight um uh yeah then we did the uh, bullseye episode of madeley as well if you want to get away from sheffield united give that a listen strongly, strongly. recommend that i uh i actually skipped I just... ahead and listened to that instead of the um the grange hill one i'm gonna go back to that but oh that's one yeah, yeah, I, yeah i have uh, i feel like i have stronger sort of um uh, like emotional connection to bullseye than i do grange hill i just feel like i watch more of that as a kid so um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. great yeah. episode had me uh I've been laughing out loud more than a few times. Not yeah, well, your, I, I, I can imagine which bit you're talking about, and um, yeah, that, that's. I just hope that no one clips that and takes it out of context. But. Yeah, well, I'm not even sure you need to take it out of context to be honest. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> this is tripping all over yourself. It was great, really. Uh, I was, yeah, just laughing out loud like an idiot while I was walking the dog. Right, that's enough enough chat about this game. I'm going to go and uh, enjoy the rest of my Easter Sunday, which will. Largely involve lying on the sofa watching snooker, I think, because uh, yeah, like that's, that's a much more enjoyable sport than watching United play like they yeah. did on Friday. Right, until tomorrow, mate, I will see you there. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening, and uh, thank you, as always, to you for your time, mate. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. <laughs>